Hello there, this is Mrs. D, the host of the Today's African Mom podcast. I am a counseling psychologist passionate about working with women, specifically teaching them about parenting and how to manage both their reproductive and overall health using fertility awareness. I want to help women step into their power and soar to their greatest potential by educating them about their mental and reproductive health, plus their parenting mindset, enabling them to own their legacy and make it a reality. Our social media handle on Instagram and Facebook is at Managing Families. Follow us and get tips that help you become a better mother. Please get yourself a copy of our free ebook titled Seven Positive Discipline Tactics That Work. Beating, yelling, and timeouts are not included. Please use the link in the show description. Are you holding a women's merry-go-round or investment group activity or a bridal shower or a baby shower? Would you like a speaker to tackle one or two topical issues affecting you and your friends? Please don't hesitate to reach out to me and let me run the session for you. Reach out to me on plus 254-783-534-041. Please find all the links mentioned in the show description. Today, I would like us to talk about why children misbehave and what we can do as parents. Why do children misbehave in the first place? Australian medical, sorry, Austrian medical doctor and psychotherapist Alfred Adler believed that all human behavior is purposeful with an aim to accomplish very specific goals. He also believed that the individual may not be perfectly aware of the link between their behavior and the goals, but the link was there nevertheless. Rudolf Drakers, one of Adler's protégés, developed the theory of children's misbehavior. His ideas have been extremely useful to parents and teachers alike. Rudolf posited that children are motivated to grow and develop. They are naturally oriented towards feeling useful and having a sense of belonging. However, when children don't feel useful and they don't feel like they belong, then less positive goals take over. In his book, The Challenge of Parenthood, in 1948, Drakas identified four main psychological goals of children's misbehavior. The four mis- uh, goals of children's misbehavior are one, to get attention, two, to get power or control, three, to get revenge, and four, to display inadequacy. Children's behavior isn't random. They want what they want, when they want it. When children misbehave in pursuit of psychological goals, parents and their caregivers 
often have emotional reactions towards the said behavior. Let me say that again. When children misbehave in pursuit of psychological goals, how do we respond as parents? We have emotional reactions towards their behavior. Now, let's bring this home. Let's see how this can be applied in our homes. So let's look at um, a psychological need being met by a child, for example, to get attention. So the child is playing very loud music despite being told to turn it down. What does the parent emotionally do? What is the kind of response the parent has? The parent is annoyed, parent is irritated, and the parent repeatedly asks that the music be turned down. For those of us who listen to Michael Jackson, there's this song where um, he plays, there's a child who is playing and the dad is knocking on the door. Do, 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 do. I said, turn it down. Then the child says, I want to listen to it, okay? Then the dad says, do, 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 do. again, banging on the door. I said, turn it down. So this example really, it reminds me of that song. Anyway, so what should that parent, for example, do? Um, one of the things a parent can do is proactively spend time with the child before they start doing an assignment, they start talking to their friends, they start having a conversation. I know many mothers complain that the minute you sit down to have a conversation with a friend, that's when your child wants, oh, mommy, I wanted to ask you this. Oh, mommy, did you know this happened? Oh, mommy, you're like, I've been seated here the whole evening, but when I want to talk to my friend, now you have all these um, excuses and interruptions. So that child is trying to get attention. So what we can do is proactively spend time with them. And then now when you feel their quota, which doesn't even take too much time, you're able to focus on your other things. A second example, how does a child express their psychological need of trying to get power or control? So this child can refuse to follow the house rules that her parents have come up with. What does the parent do? What is their emotional response? The parent feels angry and feels extremely disrespected. Add, add on, you feel as if there's some malicious intention to try and undermine your authority. And it's, it's a very strong reaction that we have as parents. What should the parent do instead? So the parent can involve the child to come up with house rules and consequences of not obeying them. Sometimes we put rules and consequences without the involvement of the children. We've talked about this in previous episodes. Have a small meeting, a brainstorming kind of meeting with your children and come up with, can we have some house rules? Hmm? When we don't do A, B happens. When we don't do C, D happens. If you repeatedly don't do A, then this is the consequence um, that would come up. All right. Another psychological need of a child to get revenge. This is notorious with um, children who have, you have older siblings and younger siblings. So the older sister slaps her younger sister. Um, how does the parent react? The parent is scared. They are also uncertain. And there's the, a feeling of a threat for their child, the child who's been slapped. And you feel 
there's a lack of safety for this child and most likely you will react in terms of shouting screaming beating the older child asking what the older child is thinking etc what can we do instead and this doing instead is something that will take a lot out of the parent one take into account the older sister's feelings perhaps she is feeling neglected and so by beating her younger sister she gets attention just like her younger sibling is getting attention from you let me say that again so this older sister might be feeling neglected or she might be feeling that her younger sister is not respecting her or she might be feeling that her younger sister always gets away with stuff does not respect her boundaries does not listen to her so how does she get your attention because probably she said it over and over again and you've been ignoring she will slap the younger sister and that gets your attention and then she realizes that she's now also important because you're also paying attention to her i hope that makes sense finally another psychological uh need to display inadequacy this we found especially with parents who have children who've just started going to school and are expected to do some chores on their own so for example the child begins to be very helpless in activities that is more than capable of doing so for example the child is capable of putting like their school diary in their bag but they start behaving like they don't remember you have to keep reminding them so what do you do as a parent you feel a little anxious you start despairing and you start saying oh i have to do everything for this child or why can't this child try and do the things for themselves or you go the other extreme and you start pampering that child and doing everything for them even without the complaints you just say ah well he's a child he never remember these things and the adult I should be done remembering what can we do instead we need to look at whether the child previously wanted attention revenge or power because this could be another way of calling for their parents attention so this child probably wanted attention before or was revenging for whatever reason or wants to show a sense of power a sense of autonomy in the home so this could be another way of calling for their parents attention so we need to look at what was the cause and then help that child by addressing the initial um need also children who misbehave might be acting out because of unmet biological needs what are some of these needs maybe the child is hungry maybe the child is tired maybe the child is sick or maybe the child is in physical discomfort there's something maybe that's aching there's something that's itching whatever so that could be another reason that they're calling for your attention humans have an innate need for attention and emotional connection plus a sense of autonomy and personal power let me say that again humans have an innate need for the attention for attention and emotional connection plus a sense of autonomy and personal power when these needs are not met proactively and positively 
Then the child expresses this through misbehaviors like tantrums, whining, arguing, talking back at you, etc. Since our children do not have the skills yet to communicate which needs are not being met, then the onus is on us to proactively and positively meet their needs before they have to resort to the misbehavior in order to grab our attention. So this is calling to us to be proactive parents, to know already that this child has some needs that need to be met. Different children have different needs. So you'd be able to tell which of your children requires more attention, which one would be looking for a sense of autonomy, a sense of power, a sense of emotional connection, etc. As we go into the festive season, let's do this specific season differently. So far in the podcast, we have looked at why beating children is not the way to teach or discipline our children. We've looked at the harmful effects that this beating has on our children. We have also looked at alternatives to yelling, shouting, and timeouts. And today, we have learned about why children may may misbehave in the first place. We are actually armed and ready to tackle this festive season with love, compassion, and connection with our children. Why? Because we've already learned what to expect and what to do in the event that our children misbehave. We are the adults in the room. We are the ones who, knowingly or unknowingly, put pressure on ourselves to have the best Christmas holiday. I know that the peer pressure is real and that this economy can be very hard. But guess what? We have the power and the choice to choose what is best for our own needs and those of our children. Not what the society is trying to tell us or us trying to keep up with the Joneses. No, that there's no need for that, my sister. There's no need for that, my brother. Being a parent is already a full-time job. Don't add unnecessary pressure. Relax and enjoy this time with your family and connect and make memories with your children. Thank you so much for listening. To all my TAM podcast listeners, may you have a blessed and peaceful and definitely connected Christmas holiday. Until next week, be blessed and continue focusing on what matters most to you and make the legacy you want to leave behind a reality. Merry Christmas, my people. Ciao.